0: Hello and welcome to the Heat Unmissables podcast. The world's premier weekly pop culture podcast, I'm Have, we, have
1: we got proof of this?
0: Okay, you can't prove these things, but you can well, say them. If okay,
1: you say okay. it, it's true.
0: Yes, if you build it, they will come.
1: Yeah, well for well. this podcast. Exactly.
0: One of my favourite films, Field of Dreams.
1: Oh, I love Classic. Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. Kevin Costner is so amazing.
0: These are not just random voices <laughs> you're hearing in your head. They are the voices of two excellent... <gasps> Long serving heat pop culture experts, Stephanie Seelan. Hello.
1: Hello, Boyd.
0: Hello. And Kay <laughs> Rivera. I don't know why you put our voice on. Um, welcome. How's it going?
1: I was trying to sound professional. I'm a bit that was like in the that. That's my like professional podcast. It's yeah. not hot at all. It's fine. Really?
0: It's yeah. not hot. No, okay. it's fine.
1: So I'm, therefore why I'm don't all... you take
2: off that cardigan? Oh. Okay, I'll do I'll, I'll leave that for later. Yeah. Let's warm up.
0: This week, we are looking at four. Tasty TV treats. Yes, it's all TV this week. I mean, I'm going to mention a film in, in, the, in the bit where we talk about what we've been watching. But the main, in the meat of the sandwich that yeah. is the Unmissable podcast, we've got four new series of television stuff, including the centrepiece, I think it's fair to say, of the BBC's Gay Britannia season, which is commemorating the 50th anniversary mm. of the partial decriminalisation of homosexual acts. Mm. Only partial, Steph. Only partial. Not full. Yeah. Never forget. The Man in the Orange Shirt. It's actually Man in the Orange Shirt. There's no the. <laughs> and Kay asked okay. me about this. She didn't believe me. When she was looking at the proof. We had a little this, conversation yeah, about it. For it's, this Spread in Heat magazine. It should be
1: the. Well, it should have a definite article. But it's just it?
0: effing yeah. doesn't. Okay. okay so it's man just in Man the in the, orange, orange, the shirt. orange Shirt. And that stars, among others, the legend Vanessa Redgrave.
2: Oh, And Francis de la Tour.
0: Frankie de la Tour. We're also <laughs> looking at a new documentary that's going out on Channel 4 called Public Enemies, Jay-Z vs. Kanye. What, what? You can see what that's about from the title. Oh. Or is it? <laughs> We're also looking at, we've done loads of Netflix shows recently, so I thought it was about time we did an Amazon Prime because they are their leading competitor in the mm. streaming TV business.
2: Spread the love.
0: Spread the love. And their new series, The Last Tycoon, drops this Friday in its entirety on the Prime. And we'll be reviewing that. It stars Frasier, among other people. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Kelsey Grammer and finally Insecure which will be on Sky Atlantic at Now TV from next Thursday and that is the second season I don't know if either of you have watched season one it's the second
1: season the second season oh,
0: of no. the of the HBO it's on HBO in America uh, show which has got highly high, full acclaim high acclaim but what full do the you claims. think full acclaim <laughs> but what do you, what do we think that's more mm, important isn't it
1: yeah that's what they're really what, waiting for. Not yeah. what claim they've got it's what about we think.
0: Exactly. Isn't it? So yes, four tasty TV treats. But before we look at those, it's the traditional first section of the podcast where I ask what have we been watching and been excited about and this that and the other. Kay, Kay's looking at me like she's got something exciting to say.
2: Well, no, um, I took your recommendation and oh. I started watching Top of the Lake One. <gasps> oh, did you? Yes. Oh, I'm so pleased. GFY, yes, good I... for you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes, I did. But what I would say is, because I watched it on Sky, I could only watch episodes one to four because they're repeating it. So I'm still a bit behind from you guys. Oh. But, oh my God, it makes Iplay, it's sense. On iPlayer. It's an It's not, it not Sky, it's
0: BBC, it's on iPlayer.
2: Sorry, I was viewing it through Sky, through the iPlayer.
0: Oh, right, th- right through the yeah. iPlayer on the Sky
2: yeah, platform. All right, well, what do you think of it? I really liked it. Oh. And do you know what explains so much about her character, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, obviously, there were some spoilers because I watched the first episode of um, season, season two. two. Yeah, and we obviously spoke. Yeah, it for and you, you kind of told me a little, yeah, a big, actually, a little big thing mm. about it. So I knew something that had happened. But it's very enjoyable, and I'm happy I'm catching up.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, so you it's think classic, we were right no. to
2: tell people to watch. The first one before
1: trying to go. Absolutely,
2: watch the first one before the second one. That always makes sense in life. <laughs> maybe don't. Maybe don't like. Don't skip over the spoiler part because something that happens, you'll you'll.
0: You mean skip over the spoiler part of our podcast? Yeah, of course. Oh God. Oh, yeah, because
2: well. you sport it for me. Oh. but anyway, listen. Um, I enjoyed Top of the Lake, and it was oh, good. Good.
0: Funnily enough, I had a conversation this morning on the Twitter on the, mm. my way to work with esteemed film critic Nigel Floyd, who I used to cover the entertainment. Mark Kermode, Simon Mayo show on Radio uh-huh. 5 Live with for a long period in the glory days. And <laughs> Nigel asked me, because um, he's aware that... Feels like these are the glory days,
1: These actually. are the, these are the
0: <laughs> secondary glory days. Nigel Floyd was, hmm. was interested in the fact that Top of the Lake is going out both as a weekly thing on BBC Two, which is what, what we mentioned last week on the mm-hmm. podcast, from, from, th- next, from Thursday at nine o'clock, and at the same time is being made available as a box set binge on the iPlayer. And he was asking me what their strategy is and how this makes sense. Because he's like, well, why, why, don't, why wouldn't everyone just watch it binge on it at the same time? Why are they still showing it weekly? And I
2: oh No, but well, I'm, I'm one of those time. people who would watch it weekly. Right. Well, Cause cause I replied, To build yeah. up the anticipation, Absolutely. to watch it old school and to have something to look forward to rather yeah. than just... So
0: interesting because most people still, the vast, vast, vast majority of people mm. in this country, people on the ground, are Pops. watching... TV in a linear as they call it fashion. Is that live true? yes it's oh, absolutely pogs
1: true. i'm with the pogs. Hashtag #pogs
0: the vast majority of normal people yeah. watch TV when people. it goes out on their television set now obviously the younger people mm. as as they you know are kind of watching it time shifting as it's called and watching it on player box or legally downloading or whatever mm. but most people in this country still are watching stuff linearly. That so is shocking to me. The BBC, particularly, if it's going to sh- if it's going to decide, oh. like, as they have with the series, I think brilliantly, to make it available as a binge watch for us trendy Netflix viewing yeah. types, that's great. But the m- majority of people will still watch it on a weekly basis. It's, it's quite and all the figures count, it's, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, all the right? figures count. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just because we're so impatient. I just can't know that something's out there and been filmed and not and no. It's also just to beat the internet because I don't want somebody yeah. else to tell me what happens. Well, he was
0: also saying Nigel. also that's then asked that that. Well, he said, well, you know, how do people talk about it on social media? Because and they're going to spoil it yeah. for each other. I was like, well, yeah, but that's true. Tell them to tune drops, in
2: for the podcast. Well,
0: yeah, you, you yeah, you <laughs> tell telling that I'm, I'm spoiling get, stuff. Get it all the spoilers here, Nigel. But Nige. the thing is that this happens anyway with big shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime because you know when they drop, people don't know when, they, when they're going to start talking about it with. Well, they're going to watch the whole series yeah. in a weekend. So that exists, that problem exists anyway. Anyway, Steph, I thought I'd mention well, that. Yeah, what have you been watching sure. this week? Well,
1: um, I really, really, the only thing that I've watched in a linear fashion, actually for I, years and years, I watched The End of Fearless. Did you see it? No, the Finder of Fearless. So we reviewed it on the podcast, um, Helen McCrory. Yeah. And I was well, the last one...
0: Week, last week, you, you, John Bishop had been sent away right. and you were happy about so that. So I
1: was the one who I think, I didn't like it as much as everyone else. But weirdly enough, I'm the one who's continued watching it. And I That's because absolutely... Bishop's gone now. Well, yeah, when, when I heard Bishop <laughs> was off, I was like, yes, this is for me. And it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Great ending. I'm obviously not going to spoil it. It'll so you were happy with the ending? Very happy with the ending. And it's definitely set up for another um, series. I think Helen is such a brilliant character. Yeah. Long may she continue. Yeah. Long may she reign.
0: She is great, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, I'm pleased that um, is that the only thing you watch linearly?
1: Honestly, In for the, years like, ever? I, I Honestly, I haven't nice. watched. I haven't watched anything in a linear fashion wow. for years. Wow, you've got to get that, linear.
0: You're so modern. You are. The, you are the modern person. I am. Yeah, I the, have
1: got a less better.
0: Yeah, um, I watched. I went to a screening this week of a new BBC series called Quacks, which is it. Yes, Comedy. You know James Wood who wrote Rev. Did you watch Rev? The brilliant. Um. Comedy no,
1: series but about oh, about that young re- yeah, young reverend, about the, the, the vicar, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it was really good, and it kind of dealt with issues of religion and society and, and that and the other. But it was really, really funny. Mm. Um, week in, week out. This is his new thing, and it's about a group, of, a doctor and a dentist and a psychiatrist at the mm. birth of all of these things in like nineteenth century, and um, it's really, really funny. Um, and it starts but the funniest thing about it, Rupert Everett's in it. As this really what? pompous kind of boss of the hospital. And oh, I can um, see in that London. though. And he's brilliant. He's so funny in it. I, I was very impressed. And that, that'll be coming out soon. I'm sure we'll review it when mm. it comes out soon. And I saw this film called Mordy. Have you seen the posters? Oh, for I saw them? a poster oh, for yes. that.
1: Because yeah. oh, it's got that. Um, what's that? Um, what's Sally Hawkins? Hawkins. Oh, I yeah. love her.
0: Now, can I... Now, is it just me? Or is the poster for this film one of the worst, least appetising posters can you I've hold ever it seen up? in my life? We, well, But also,
2: they sh- are... Let's tweet it. I'm going to well. show you...
0: The thing is, I was trying to find the poster, but I just found the uh, the poster that they've got on Wikipedia isn't the one that's on the underground. <sighs> that's it. That's the, that. The, the underground poster you. is really weird because oh, I saw it yesterday
1: and I thought they looked like they've macked thingy... What's the man's name? Why can't I think of his name? Ethan, Ethan Hawke, Hawk. yeah. yeah. Ethan Hawke. They look like he was macked in next yeah. to her. It was very, very... It is it's strange terrible. poster. Why is it? It just is a mess. doesn't give you any idea of no. what it's about either. You, it,
0: it, it, what awful. is it
1: about? It's a true story. So It's a
0: true story about this woman, this much abused and put on woman who had arthritis from a very young age. And she kind of was like doubled over, kind of, you know, and, and uh, had a kind of limp. And was a tiny little kind of woman who... Because any kind of physical defect in that time, so this is in like early 20th century Nova Scotia, not that early actually, but you know, um, it a long time ago, and she was kind of considered to be basically like a freak by her own family, by Aww. her brother, and she, and it's really sad, and then. One day, this guy, the Ethan Hawke character, this is all kind of the true story, walked into the, of the local kind of market where she was shopping. Oh, falls in love with her. No, put a sign Uh-oh. up saying he want, he needed a housemaid, a housekeeper, to help him look after his tiny little house. Mm. And he's this kind of guy who sells fish and has all kinds of dodgy dealings. And he's very angry, this angry, weird man who doesn't ever speak. She saw this sign, took it and decided that's, this is her way out of her life goes to see him and say, I will be your new housemate. They ended up getting married. Spoiler alert. It's all true story. And she ends up being this really famous painter. Because she and her like hobby is like painting these little postcards and painting oh. these very innocent, you know, like naive painting. I think mm. it's called of like trees and birds and dogs and stuff. You know, seemingly rudimentary, but this woman came, saw them who's from New York and came over to, came to live in Nova Scotia and, and thought they were kind of amazing. And it spread like wildfire. And she ended up selling one to Richard, Richard Nixon at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. when he was, yeah, N- when he was um, vice president. Yeah, <laughs> and it was this incredible story. So it's a really interesting story. And she's amazing. Sally Hawkins is absolutely incredible as this woman. And he's, and it's weird seeing Ethan Hawke playing that like, role, I have to say. But it was, it was a really interesting film. Yeah. So this coming is the out fishing a few film weeks.
2: that Charles was... Uh... This is the
0: film, yeah. So our esteemed film editor Charles Gant, sent, 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 it sends emails about new films coming out. And he couldn't get to the screening, so I had to go and see it instead of him, basically. He was like, asking me, OK, whether he want to see it. And his descript- the, the description <laughs> of it is literally like a woman suffering from all these ailments and, and can barely move and can barely walk. And her husband is a fishing salesman, basically. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were and like, mm, yeah, I'm
2: kind of busy.
1: I mean, it, it was a it, really it attractive.
0: Does... Sent in Nova Scotia in the 19th yeah. century. Yeah, so Boyd century. went. So I went. <laughs> and, but it was good. It was interesting. <laughs>
1: How many stars? Probably give it
0: three and a half, four stars, yeah. When's it out? It's out in a few weeks, mm.
1: yeah. mordy yeah. mordy And that's her name, I'm assuming. Yeah, her name yeah. is Maud
0: slash Mordy. yeah. Anyway, the crux, the meat, let's move on to these four, as I'm calling them, Tasty TV Treats. Starting with Man in the Orange Shirt, which is, as I mentioned in the introduction, the centrepiece of the BBC's um, Gay Britannia season. So this is a season, I think it started already, it's mostly on BBC Two, but there's also shows on BBC Four, and I think there's iPlayer-only I things, and it's basically commemorating the 15th anniversary of when... Gay acts were decriminalised, mm. most of them, but not all of them. And um, it's kind of like, you know, back, so basically 50 years ago, if you were gay and you entered into any kind of relationship with another man, it was illegal and you could be imprisoned. And lots of people were imprisoned. It's mm-hmm. incredible to being, think now, right? It's incredible to and think, And it's such yeah.
1: recent history. It's just Very scary. recent history.
0: So this is a two-part drama, Man in Orange Shirt. It's a, it's a new story. It's written by... Um, Novelist Patrick Gale, who's kind of a very, very popular, successful literary novelist, but he created this story especially. So he was commissioned by the BBC, said, can you, can you, this esteemed gay novelist, you know, um, create us a special story in drama Mm -hmm. for BBC Two? commemorating this fact, this just, this discrimination, and kind of touching upon gay male life in the last 50, 60 years, basically. So it was a huge kind of ambition that they, taught, they set him. And it's been years in the making, and he's written it, and it's in two parts. Originally, it was going to be in three parts, and I might mention that later. Mm. It stars Oliver Jackson. So the first part is set in the past it starts at the end of the Second World War 1944 when Oliver Jackson's Cowan's character Captain Berryman meet who's a soldier in the army he meets this artist called Thomas March played by, played by James McArdle and he's, he's, he's a war artist his job is to paint you know war imagery and certainly those jobs existed and they fall in love but of course it was completely illegal and they had to keep it totally secret meanwhile um Oliver Jackson's current character has a long-time um, girl that he's known he considers kind of like a sister more than anything. He's Flora. known since Flora since he's known since childhood played by Joanna Vanderham in episode 1 and he ends up marrying her and um, because he doesn't want to he can't live the gay life because it is illegal and it's scary and doesn't want to go through that thus infuriating obviously his lover mm-hmm. Thomas but who kind of somehow would want to maintain that that relationship that's the kind of first part and then the second part so that's all in, in hour one hour two which follows the following week is a modern contemporary story mm. with the character now Kay's looking at me because she's like how much of this am I going to explain mm. I will say because you're no, right cause I haven't seen so the second episode no the, I haven't either you see it's literally set 60 years later, right. and there's another gay love story um, oh. touching upon similar issues about how kind of the whole history of what's happened to mm. gay men has, has affected this particular one individual and why he has intimacy issues. This that. It's really mm. interesting. So it's kind of like two separate, connected? but there is a connection. And the connection is the character played by Joanna Vanderham in this is the woman that 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 the gay guy marries has to marry and she ends up as we'll discuss in a minute what happens to her is mm. a terrible tragic sad thing and we see her as a grandmother in yeah. the second part to this lad to this guy she's Vanessa Played Redgrave, by Vanessa Car- Redgrave. Car- yeah. so you
1: see her in the first one yeah. and you see a picture of um yes. Her husband. Yes. As well. so, so the man so you in the. No, your... they're already. You already know they're related,
0: right? So there's paintings. Yeah. So there's like these, these. These. He's a painter as well. The the, the young guy, and he pa- paints a picture of the guy in an orange shirt, mm. and that becomes an important the painting in their shirt. lives. In in the orange shirt. <laughs> in an <that laughs> orange shirt.
1: Man in orange shirt K. Okay. Yeah. yeah or with man it. orange
0: shirt. <laughs> anyway, I've, I but, think I've, I think I've kind of explained vaguely what the whole thing is. Yeah. What did you think of this centerpiece of the gay Britannia season, Stephanie Seeland?
1: I found this so devastatingly sad it really made me feel so upset i was actually in tears just because i think mostly because i thought oliver jackson cohen was such an uh, incredible mm. actor and i really felt his desperation at being torn between having all these there's a bit uh, where some of the letters that he's written to thomas his wife finds them and it just I felt like it absolutely ripped my heart apart. If I'm honest, and that's not an exaggeration. It's really he's so good in it. You you really do feel like, God, what an anguished situation he's in. It's so terrible. So I I mean I just I thought it was really beautifully done. It's really I think it's really hard to to portray how horrendous it must have been because it seems so ridiculous to us now that it would somebody could be put in jail for their sexuality. But I think they've played it perfectly. And there's a bit where Thomas um, goes is put in jail for yeah. a year. And I found that scene absolutely amazing because what happens is when he gets out of jail, there's actually um, a group of his friends yeah. who... Uh, his homosexual friends who are there to meet him and are very, very, obviously very accepting, but all living in kind of this very sort of underground way. And then also, um, Oliver Jackson Cohen's character is there on the other side of the street, and just the, just the difference between the way that he's being accepted and he's allowed to—he's being living this as much as he can living this gay yeah. gay life—and how Oliver Jackson Cohen's character is trapped is just. Beautifully well, at that done. point, yeah, that's
0: already... Uh, I was about to spoil something, yeah, because that, that moment is really key, because Oliver Jackson-Cohen thinks he can...
1: It's a pivotal moment. ...thinks maybe
0: he has got an escape yeah. plan, of, of kind of escape, as in escaping from his, essentially, his not, not loveless marriage. But I think, he, in a way, he loves the... the he the does, order, but as he? a but sister. But not as a sister, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, completely completely forced mm. marriage, by himself, more than anything. Um, and then he thinks he's gotten out, doesn't he, when, when, his, when the, his lover is coming out of... yeah. Out of prison, but that, without wanting to spoil it, it isn't at all. It's and that's an incredible an scene, mm. moving moment. K.
2: For me, the ce- scenes that stood out were like when he comes back from the war. He doesn't tell his soon-to-be wife Flora that he's back, and he just spends his time in a cottage with um, mm. his lover. Mm. And it's like this domestic bliss they're living in. You realise, you know, this is what they could have. And then the, the bubble bursts, and he and he says to the what's the Thomas? Thomas. Is it Thomas? Yeah. Yes. When he says, "Oh, you know, like what do you think we're going to do?" Set up as home as man and wife yeah. it's just, and it's just like oh god it's just so tragic yeah because they have like a, tragic. a, a
0: week or so I think of, of domestic bliss yeah it's like a lost because, week where they right, just get because, to be together because there's this cottage in the country um, that is in the is, is in his family and they yeah, can go there to escape his parents who died so yeah. no one no one knows they're so it's there so their bolt holes they can do what they want yeah. yeah it's like freedom is in this but but the reality is of course they can't. They can't maintain that. They got. They got to, to somehow live their lives. Yeah. yeah.
2: The, also, the other scene was when um, they get married. So he gets married to Flora. Yeah. And horrendously asks his, um, Thomas to be best man, which is just like, how can he bear yeah. to do that? But, but it's scene. He like, is his best friend as well. No, of so, course. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, how can you know Thomas yeah. as like. Being brokenhearted, how could he even go through that? But, like, there's a scene in the toilet afterwards where you know, Thomas is trying to convince him, Look, it's not too late, even yeah. now, it's not too late. And they have this like f- physical altercation. And he's mm. like, Look, it is too late. And if you had any decency, you know, and you uh, know what's good for you, you need to do the same, like, move on. It's just so tragic, but mm. it's a beautiful love story. I really like Frances de la Tour in it yes. she is Thomas's mother, yes, and she portrays this really sympathetic, yeah. actually remarkably sympathetic mother yeah, who's yeah. like encouraging um, Oliver. Jackson Cohen's yeah. character, she's yeah. very accepting, isn't she? Yeah, she's very yeah. accepting and saying like, you know, he's in love with you. Yeah. you've, you know, he's under your skin. You're under his skin. You need to go visit him in prison and stuff. But um, I actually thought it was interesting because at, at the beginning, I didn't feel very sympathetic towards the wife, and I was like, she's very hard, and you know, obviously because you blame her in a way, even though it's wrong, because mm. you know. But by the end, I actually felt very sorry for her. Yeah, and absolutely. I thought, oh.
0: That's my. I think that's the best thing about it because I think yeah. a lot of this um, season, because it is about this was all about decriminalizing. Gay male. I mean, obviously, it was it it was kind of different for lesbians. Obviously, you know, it was it was almost impossible to be a lesbian and out, open lesbian in Mm -hmm. in this period as well. But it was specifically gay male sex acts that were that that were illegal. Um, And but so a lot of this season is about men, and I think a lot of people have felt, you know, oh, it's too much about men. You know, Mm. where, where are the women? Whereas I think the brilliant thing about this. Drama, both parts, is actually it's kind in a way, it's kind of all about Flora, really. And as as you'll see in the second part, when she's much older, played by Vanessa Redgrave, Mm. there's still a lot of anger, a huge amount of anger there. Mm. And she's you'll see she's Oh, it's devastating. She's massively homophobic. And and her and the the main character in the second episode, who's this young guy who's kind of living a very a very modern gay life Mm, mm. with you know apps on his iPhone, this, that, the other, who's her grandson. Not her son, her grandson, rather confusingly. So there's a whole, oh, I'll, okay. I'll talk in a, sec- in, a, in a little bit about... There's a missing middle chunk of the story, if you like. But he's her grandson, and he, and he kind of goes to see... He's kind of living in her basement, in his, and she has big issues about his lifestyle because she's still furious course, and angry yeah. about what happened to her. And this oh. all comes to a head. That The brilliant thing about it being these these two stories of different mm. time zones s- separated by decades is that this thing still has a huge effect the one constant on all these people. How, yeah. And she, it hasn't... More than anyone, really, it has an effect on her, the woman. I think it's brilliant how, and there are other really strong, interesting female characters. I, as I well. think
1: she, what she does really brilliantly, actually, is she kind of really displays the misconception and the, about homosexuality, and and actually. She's done that they've done that really, really well because she's not a horrible person. She's no. just this is she doesn't understand this. No, she's and devastated she's been brought up it. she's been brought up in a world where this is completely alien to yeah. her. She doesn't and understand h- it and, and how, it's ruined her life.
0: And how would any woman react of if course you, you you know, she's she's been in love with him not as a sister, I think that's the, the strong object. She's you know, he is this this, this well, handsome man in, in her life. Yeah. Yeah. Deeply in love with him. He marries baby. her. (laughs) Had his baby. He marries her and she suddenly discovers in his drawer passionate love letters to this guy. I mean, mean, it's completely natural that she should react in that way. Horrified and angry and furious. And then... You know, somehow to try and kind of live her life and cope with the fact that she knows her husband is obsessed and in love with this other guy.
2: I am interested to watch the second episode because yeah. the one thing I didn't like about it is just that the top and the tailing with the dual story. I was like, oh, I don't think it needs this, but if it's going to
0: yeah, so it of- opens kind of like in in, in the present isn't it, with the Vanessa yeah, Redgrave character, and then, character it goes and, and back. then it's like called flashback. I think that's kind of. Just to kind of set the set the scene of the fact that there is a second part that because if you didn't do that you might think oh this is a completely self contained it's
2: a little clunky though, story
0: maybe maybe yeah so what I do want to say quickly, because I went to the yeah. screening of this I think I mentioned it in the previous podcast you did. at the BFI Vanessa Rooker was there and she was unbelievable she was like, just holding forth in the most incredible way about everything Donald Trump Netflix oh, everything that. she was just like talking about the whole modern world it was unbelievable and how kind of moved she was to be in this, in this thing, in this, in this two-part film. But what the writer said was, which was so interesting, that he, he planned it originally as a three-part, three stories mm-hmm. in, were connected by the same characters, and the middle part was going to be her son, so not the grandson. So there is, So there is this slightly odd... When you watch the second half you think, "Oh how, who is this, this young guy because he's living with her Is he how, And they don't make it crystal clear for a long time how they're all related mm. so there's I a slightly the mysterious sun, element yeah. of it. He's not the son because he's, he's young he's pretty mm. young he's the grandson and then the son, her son was going to be in the middle part and it was all going to be about how it becomes a closeted Tory MP in the time of Margaret Thatcher oh. and it was all going to be about because you remember you she passed clause 28 you know about that you your youngsters it was a big anti-gay yeah. piece of legislation it was going to deal with all that it was going to be very. Political. So and wait yet- a minute.
2: So the son, the son is gay.
0: Yeah, so and the all grandson about, is gay. Yeah. So it was all about three generations of yeah, the the, the of of gay men mm. and how they're all affected by the the legislation what, what and so Well, I think everyone people decided. I think you know he was implying that. In the end, everyone thought it was just too much. Maybe that it, a it was too much. So there were these three generations, not just two mm. generations. I mean, I think it's. I'm sure it, it happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no it yeah, happen. yeah. But I think people felt that it, it was. It, it was just going to be slightly out of kilter. This middle section, which was going, sounded like it was going to be very political and kind of you right. know reflecting. And Maybe he didn't need it Thatcher. as well. Like, and yeah, and in the end, it doesn't need it. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, th- I think both parts work really well. But there, you, there was a certain sense I felt watching the second half. Th- it would be interesting to see whether you agree. Mm. Of some, there's something a bit mysterious and missing. But they almost turned it into a slight. Mystery mm. is how it works in the second. Part. I'm
2: going to watch it, so we should talk about it next time. Anyway, yeah.
0: anyway, I think we've uh, talked in a slightly overcomplicated way enough about <laughs> Man in, in an Orange Shirt. As we
2: we'll want to do.
0: As we we'll want to do. It is on Monday, next Monday, 31st of July at 9 pm, and part two will be the following week. How many stars, K. are you going to give it?
1: I'm going to give it four and a half stars.
0: Stephanie Sealand.
1: I am going to give it also four and a half stars. I'm
0: going to give it the full on five stars sure. because I think it is so moving it yeah.
1: is incredibly it moving is beautiful
0: in sharp contrast Jay-Z and Kanye <laughs> wow
1: we like a gear change
0: they're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the posture decriminalization no they're not <laughs> they are um, in a one-off Channel 4 documentary called Public Enemies I get the sense that this is kind of like could be the start of a series couldn't it where like you know people I who presumed have I it yeah. was well Correct. they haven't said it is but, I mean, I've got I've printed out the press release for you. It says Channel 4 has commissioned a brand new one off documentary about the meteoric rise and colossal falling out of two of the world's most iconic pop stars. Okay, that's okay. so
1: you think it'll just be all f- different feuds?
0: I think it will, yeah. That'd I think be like, you great, know, wouldn't it? yeah, yeah I think if enough good. people watch this, then they'll yeah. go, oh, let's find out other celebrity feuds. And, they're, and they're, I mean, and they, they, they won't have,
2: have to look them. far, they will, they won't watch have
0: to this. look far. Um, so it's a one-off documentary. It's on Channel Four next Monday. It's oh, next Monday, thirty-first July, ten o'clock. So as soon as you finish watching Man in Orange Shirt, you can turn over to Channel Four and watch this. If you want to keep in touch with all the things we do on this podcast, which by the way, feedback always welcome. Oh yeah. At Boyd Hilton, at Carey Barrow, at Steph Sealand. Did
1: we get some feedback Hashtag this week? Pogs.
0: Oh yeah, I've got some lovely feedback. Yeah, good point. From let's
2: let's name these let's name lovely yeah. people, our friends. Neil
0: Lark at Neil Lark, N E I L L A R K, mm-hmm. or Neil Lark
1: he's going to end up with more followers than it, we he's are he's also known as <laughs>
0: Open Season on Twitter Right. he said very nicely to me he said he moses over from my Asta podcast so I've got an Asta podcast which is don't currently do cross on hiatus proners,
2: no, gooners. Gooners. I'm just reading what he said okay fine yeah. don't go to that podcast really just love the pod this.
0: talking about this one now so does my wife and 19-year-old movie-loving oh, yeah. son. Great work, hashtag Pogs. What's his
1: wife's name, does it say? I mean, <laughs> say maybe that's too much information for him to give out. He doesn't say his wife's we name We need more name details. Is. Maybe his oh, wife no. can, can,
0: hash, can, uh, can Twitter, tweet me. But oh. yeah, any, any, please God review and rate it on iTunes and this, that and the other. And Did he us. hashtag Pogs? Yeah, hashtag Pogs. Oh, oh.
1: yes, more feedback. Living and
0: legend, Neil Ark.
1: Oh, living legend. Anyway,
0: that was interrupting the fact Sorry. that we're reviewing Public Enemies, JZV Carnia and Channel 4. Who wants to kind of summarise what the hell this programme is apart from what I've said so far already?
1: I, I can. Oh, you want to go, like really, go on? Come on. Right. Okay. So this is basically showing you the roots of where Kanye came from in his kind of suburban town of Chicago and Jay-Z from Mercy Projects in Brooklyn and it's all about how their meteoric rise to fame and how they then came together um, and indeed how they fell out. And it includes home uh, video footage, it's got uh, friends and interestingly it's Really, only got friends of Kanye talking yeah. on this, which is which was one of my sort of problems. No, I doesn't have any Jay Z friends. Boyd's oh, looking at me. I'm trying to no, yeah. no, it's no, all it and it's just that
0: didn't occur to me because. You just well, said it. I
1: think really that is that is one of the major right. points about it. So it's right. all about how how they how Jay Z has made himself into this gigantic, amazing business tycoon, mm. and how for years and years he kind of kept Kanye at arm's length, which I had no so idea sad. about. I didn't know. Um, yeah. But eventually signed him to Rockefeller, um his label. Yeah. And behind, uh, behind Jay-Z's back, Kanye releases some music because uh, Jay-Z's like, no, 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 we're just going to keep you as a producer. And then how their fallout was kind of rumbling for years and years and years. And then I, it all, Didn't
0: it all start with, so? go on.
1: I found that, that's what I found really interesting because obviously you know about the current,
2: the modern day spats they yeah. have, right? You know, when... Kanye was like rambling on stage about, you know, Jay, just call me after the Paris burglary and Jay-Z apparently didn't call him to check on Kim, et cetera. But what I didn't realise is that when he signed him to Rockefeller um, records. records, that he d- he only wanted him to do the beats, he only wanted him to be a producer and so they basically bought him up to shelve him so that he couldn't be a rapper because they were all like, no Kanye mm. hasn't got it. Yeah, he that. hasn't got what it takes.
0: But and didn't it, it all started seemingly when um, Jay-Z had the big celebration in New York. Fate of to black. His out, Fate to black out yeah. where he was allegedly retired. Of course he didn't retire. Of course he, he was, was never going to retire. Yeah. And he didn't invite Kanye yeah. to this Not only didn't he invite fest. him,
2: he said he could buy tickets apparently.
0: Allegedly. I, yeah, yeah what a what a diss
1: yeah it was basically for his <laughs> whole life jay-z's been saying to kanye get back in your box yeah he's been saying well, there's also the age difference right
2: so it's like this eight he, kanye's eight years younger so like mm. he's this young pretender you know and yeah. you know what kanye's like and f- by all accounts is what he was like from the beginning which was you know he's very like ott in your face and jay-z's not like that so he's like yeah yeah okay you know not cool. yeah. just keep
1: Keep away. But they obviously do eventually come together because they make the album Watch the Throne, which is obviously best the, the best time of Kanye's life, I have to say. And it really comes across um, as that. But then, obviously, now they've fallen out again, which is ridiculous. But what the most... I don't know about UK because I know that Kay and I are both big Jay-Z and Kanye fans. I came out of this feeling so sorry for Kanye because I didn't realise that actually... He was so desperate to be a rapper and he was just, he's looking, he, it's like he's been looking all his life from acceptance from Jay-Z and Jay-Z yeah. is just not prepared to give it. And then he did this album with him and he thought he finally got there and now he's got this big diss again. I completely agree. It's just, it was just really sad. <laughs> he's like Because for him, Jay-Z was kind of like
2: a father figure, always looking for acceptance and he's just dissed him throughout. I also love the fact about, I knew this anyway, about Through the Wire being when Kanye was involved mm. in that car accident he fell asleep at the wheel, and then had his jaw all wired up, and started, you know, mm. created this yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing song, which is what kicked yeah. it all off.
0: D- did you think, because in, in the, um, there's a load of brilliant footage so I, well, I was really yeah. interested in the footage of them when they were young. There's amazing footage of both of them, really. Like. Mm. Bef- Years when they were before they were famous, showing off their rap skills of yeah. varying degrees of of very degrees of skillfulness i think mm. um and it's kind of it kind of punctures the whole image of them, I think that stuff because do you know what I mean? Because really? you're show well, just because they're both really being really sweet and kind of craving for acceptance and fame and showing and trying to show the people around them how good they are at rapping. Particularly Kanye, like he's Kanye, this sweet little guy. Yeah. You know, and they, they talk about how he's from this very middle class background, mm. not from the streets at all. Very, His mum
1: was Doctor Donda.
0: Yeah, yeah, Doctor. He's from and a like,
1: middle class background.
0: Yeah, but more than that, just the early footage just shows him being a kind of just this sweet little guy, almost yeah. like kind of but- I think you know, anyone
2: starting out is sweet. I mean and everyone yeah, anyone but, who knows Kanye knows that he is a sweet guy. He's always just wanted to sensitive. do his music. He's an
1: artist, you know, yeah. like
0: But his image nevertheless his image now is one of this of kind of huge power but, but they, and you know kind of egomania and all of that isn't it yeah like, but
1: what they do make a real big point about is the fact that actually before his mother died all of his beats all of his music was actually quite uplifting yeah. and since donda died it's kind of taken a dark turn and i and it really is really noticeable all of his stuff now is pretty mizzy mm. isn't it Missy.
0: But it's amazing great. Miserable. Is that what the people on the Pogs? Mizzy. That's what I was a bit
2: Pogs miz, are
0: saying, Pogs yeah. Are miserable. Did you think it was anything like? Obviously, there hasn't got access to anyone really. Like, hasn't got access to them or anyone really close to them, has it? It's got access to people who knew them when. they There's when. a lovely teacher. I love the teacher. Oh, oh. actually, yeah, that is Jay
2: Z. Jay Z's teacher, teacher. That is. Yeah. True, he, said she was, a, he said he was adorable. He, said he was adorable a and
0: sweet. Again, all these yeah. things about how sweet they are. I think. It, I think. it I'm not saying it undermines them in any way. I'm saying it actually humanizes them. they <gasps> such. They're such kind of towering presences. The man you know behind I mean? the myth. Yeah, I think I think meeting the teacher of them, you say, oh, he's a really sweet, intelligent kid. I think that makes them feel like normal human beings rather than these icons that have yeah. become, these, t- these kind of, you know, very distant figures. But and I, I did think one of the best things about the documentary is it made them feel human to me, both of them.
1: But I think you need that in there, because the truth is, is actually, and one thing that I didn't know about Jay-Z was, well, among the many things I found out about <laughs> Jay-Z, was, that, was no, is that actually he was still, um, he was still dealing uh, crack when <laughs> Reason when Reasonable Doubt, the album was out, which is his first yeah. album, and I thought that was really shocking. So, actually, he, he dropped out of high school and he became a drug dealer in Marcy Projects, like many, many people um, in Marcy Projects, because um, that was just the way of it. And they, they say, That's just what you do, that's just what you yeah. did. Yeah. And um, but he, the really, really fascinating thing for me is they were like, if he hadn't been a drug dealer, if he hadn't learnt how to, that wor- to work that business, he wouldn't be where he is na- now. Business mm. is business. That's that's what they were yeah. saying. And I thought that was fascinating. Well, we all
0: learned a valuable lesson that, that if you want to start if a If you want to dealing, start a you know, business, know, I mean, it's, yeah. It's a pretty good education.
1: It's, it's, just keep Go, on, go but, on, Dragon's Den. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
2: love to see Jay-Z on Dragon's Den. Now, is,
0: it, is there any more to this, though? I, I, my big question is, is this just a kind of fairly gossipy, you know, kind of, Slightly simplistic look at this so-called feud, and I mean, in a way, the feud doesn't really kick in until about halfway through the documentary. Yeah. Or because this, let me just read you this line from the press release and ask you whether this is true. And it reveals an even bigger story of how race, wealth, and celebrity are shaping modern America. Does that, it do that? At no, all? no, it doesn't really. No,
2: it touches upon it. Does it? Yeah, okay. because you know, I mean, it touches upon you know how involved they've been in politics yeah. and their support for the different political. Can- I mean, including about. Kanye supporting Trump, which yeah, is the only incredible. thing that I disagree with Kanye.
0: Unbelievable,
2: obviously. what an idiot! Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's interesting. I, th- I think okay. it touches it upon it, it, but, it. Point,
0: it but it's not point, like yeah. it's
1: not at the epicenter yeah. of this. But documentary. you know, bottom
0: line is it's an in, it's an, a very interesting, entertaining hour. Of insights yeah, into them, need, isn't it? I,
1: I think you f- need to look at more than Kanye and Jay Z to just <laughs> <laughs> see what kind of influence yeah. they're they're having. But yeah, I suppose I did. It is interesting what they were saying about. Well, the thing that I found disappointing about it is it. Where, where I, When I got really interested is when they talked about um, Jay-Z's... You know, when he married Beyoncé when he met Beyoncé and what they are doing as a couple together. I completely together. agree. And I actually... It felt like it could have had a second part, which was actually about... Because Kanye, I think part of Kanye's acceptance um, is marrying Kim. I think he thought that yeah. Jay-Z would be like, oh, you've married this amazing mogul now who's got $100 million. And, <laughs> and I've got this, you know... And I think he, he... At every turn, he thought he was... He thinks he's doing something that is going to level them off and it obviously hasn't I that's what I would I wanted more in depth like look at that as well I think they stopped they, they didn't go
2: far enough like so they've kind of stopped at a certain point they haven't covered off you know the fact that you know when Kanye had their outburst with Taylor Swift because yeah. of Beyonce you know all these yeah. things they didn't really touch upon no, that and yeah. also his relationship with Kim and how actually Beyonce and Kim
0: yeah. Don't get
2: on, and so that's a further thing that you know adds fuel Mm -hmm. to the. So, you like wanted
0: another few hours of
2: it. I, yeah, listen, I want this
1: to be a 10 hour documentary, yeah, yeah, okay. Because it, because he's such a the thing is, he is a fascinating they're both fascinating characters, but Kanye, I think, I think this gave you much more about Kanye that you didn't know, and I thought it gave me a feeling of intense sadness about his life actually because I just thought oh right okay well he had his mum and he, you know there's that bit where he says well she was everything she came to everything and then when she when she died he was looking for somebody some yes. support and he just didn't, he doesn't have that but anything.
0: you know what I think he's fine
1: listen it's I fueled think my love for fine. Canyon I think he's, uh, I think no, he's okay no I don't think he is fine I think take away uh, all the money and all the fame I don't uh, think he is okay. fine let's text him all
0: right We'll find out, yeah. <laughs> Kanye, if you're listening, um, do, you okay? do tweet us. Our at Boyd Hill and that's Steph's in yeah, hashtag. Okay, hashtag pop, if you don't hashtag, we
1: are not going to mention it. So,
0: How many stars won't. would you give Public Enemies: colon Jay-Z versus Kanye channel for Monday, Thursday of July, 10 p.m. K?
1: Three and a half stars. Steph? I'll give it three.
0: Yeah, I'll give it three. I'll give it three, yeah. I think it's, it's a decent watch. Yeah. Now then... Uh, the Last Tycoon is the new series starting on Amazon Prime. It's not starting on, dropping in its entirety, all nine episodes, I think, uh, this Friday, 28th of July. It's based on the classic novel by F. Scott Fitzgerald, one of my favourite writers, Okay. Mm, Gatsby's you. your favourite, isn't it? Gatsby's my favourite, but I like all of them. Oh. Um, and this was, yeah, I think this was his last novel. Um, and unfinished finished novel. Unf- exactly, unfinished novel. Now, I'm about to describe it, but... I feel like one of you should probably do that because I've already spoken too much how do you feel okay. about having to explain what the hell The Last icon is Kay I can see it. I don't know you're like shuffling your papers yeah, yeah I'm into slightly it. yeah she happy do to it. do that go I can on I do it. I've okay. got, listen I've got this in go for it's it it's
2: fine okay so basically there is um, it's all about the movie industry in the 30s yes. 30s 40s yeah Yeah. and um, how glamorous it was but it's about this struggle. This studio and the studio boss played by Kelsey Grammer who is trying to launch his own film on his own. He wants to be like the movie maker, the big man um, and, he, and he tries to do it, has to be said unsuccessfully. There's a guy called, oh God. Monroe? Yes, Monroe. Monroe. Sorry, oh my God, I'm doing Play a boy. By, played by Matt, Matt Bomber. Yeah, Matt Bomber. Um, who is Bomber?
0: Bomber. Is it Bomber?
2: Bomber. There's
0: only one uh, B-O-M-E-R.
2: I've always pronounced ah. it about M- Matt Surely Bummer. it'd be a double M if think, it was Bomber. Th-
0: I'm going bomber.: Bomber. Anyway. Boomer bomber. Um, uh who
2: is a very good screenwriter and tries to help him throw into the mix union
1: issues. And there's, it's German money funding this. So yep. there's, it's kind of a real big problem for them, isn't it? That they want to, they, the Germans want to have control. And the sort of main crux of the story is that Monroe yep. had married Pabon- an Boma. Irish... Boma played by Matt Bomber, Bomber, had married an Irish immigrant, yep. uh, Mina, yep. and she had tragically died in a car accident. And what he is three days into production on is a film about her life. So it's yes. kind of, he's making That's his this... his passion project. This, exactly. His passion project is making this film. However, the Germans come in and they say, no, we're not putting our money behind this. He's obviously devastated. He wants to get it made. Which, and so...
0: Because he's Jewish. So because, this is yeah. a key thing. So he's Jewish. Matt Bomer's character <laughs> is Jewish. And it's kind of, I think based on real life, you know, there, a lot or Thorberg was a literary movie mogul who was Jewish. The owner of the studio, the Kelsey Grammer character, isn't Jewish. And the, the literally the Germans come come in during the time mm-hmm. of the Nazis and they don't want anything to do with Jews being in these films. Yeah. So they're trying to stop him from making this, this biopic about his wife, about the meeting of a Gentile and a Jew. And there's very interesting stuff going on about how, um, you know, the Kelsey Grammer character is happy to get, to get rid of all the Jew yeah. references for the Germans because yeah. he wants to make money.
1: But the brilliant thing is that Kelsey Grammer has a daughter and yes. played I'll by see Lily see Collins yes. and she is a feist little thing who is in love with Monroe as everybody is because he's this damaged person he's also we should he's mention he's so handsome as well he's got a heart defect which means that he could die at any <laughs> yes. moment um, and that was she, a funny
0: scene wasn't it where Kelsey they discussed the heart defect in, in a very kind of like clunky slightly clunky yeah. exposition way carry on
1: <laughs> and so but she is desperate to be in the industry and she's constantly yeah. pitching things to Monroe but also looking at him doe-eyed and she wants to make a certain film and he's like, no, 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 stop it. No, no, stop pitching to me.
0: So my my question is, this is like, you know, there's a slight Amazon Prime versus Netflix thing going on, isn't there? Obviously, you Mm -hmm. know, Netflix is, is, I think, creating more original programming than Amazon Prime. Mean, Amazon Prime is pretty close. They've got a lot of, you know, Transparent, I think, is their best show, which is yeah. about to start its fourth season. Yeah, coming I forget up. that's
1: on Amazon. Quite soon. Mm-hmm. absolutely
0: brilliant on Amazon. Um, and they've had quite a few, you know, they have quite a few of their original programs, and this is the latest one. And they do this thing where they have, a, this, they did this with this show. So they'll commission pilots... And they'll give quite a lot of money to to, com- to production companies to make pilots, and this start, and they put this went out like I think maybe six months ago, and they'll get feedback from Amazon Prime subscribers, and they'll rate it, and they will look at the figures, and they'll kind of commission partly, not completely, based on that. So you know, it's
2: ruthless. It's like it this is movie. It's like the movie mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm.
0: It is interesting. So my question is, is this up there with the kind of thing? I mean, Netflix has been had variable stuff recently. We've talked about you know one show we really liked, didn't we? We really go
2: boss. No, it was the one we didn't like. Yeah, well, yeah I didn't we didn't like.
0: like so much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ozark we liked. Oh, Ozark, yeah. yeah Ozark's Ozark's Ozark right. we liked The one before about the psychological, the psychiatrist. Gypsy. Oh,
1: gypsy, yeah. Gypsy, gypsy. thank yeah, you for being liked lots. so much. Was a bit Who's boring. now going out with Billy Crudup?
0: I'm going out with Billy Crudup. So my my, my, <laughs> my, his my, first. Sorry, my long-winded question is where does this fit in the kind of new Netflix, Amazon Prime series that drop in their entirety as this one is?
2: I wouldn't recommission this one.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. my God.
2: I'm scathing. I just... I, didn't enjoy it at all. Mm. I mean, I thought like I really loved it for the glitz and the glamour. I mean, I thought the it costumes, looks amazing, yeah, they've yeah. it, yeah. thrown a lot of money Lush. at it. The costumes are fantastic. I think the costume designer did Mad Men as well. You know, mm. you can really see that, especially um, Lily Collins. Lily Collins' character mm. Cecilia, she wears fantastic outfits and stuff like that. But it's just. I mean, it focuses on the bleaker side of the industry, you know, all the ruthlessness and the negotiations of the movie bosses. And, you know, I thought the whole union stuff I just wasn't interested in. I felt like I got bogged down by that. And I just felt like it was quite clunky. And it wasn't very... Even though it's such a glamorous, glossy production, it didn't feel
1: finessed in any way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steph? I, I... didn't like it for the first 20 minutes. And then what happens is Monroe's character meets another Irish girl. Yeah. Um, Kathleen. And, and then I got excited because I, I wanted it to have a proper love story element. And then I liked it after that. And then there's a great, shocking thing that happens at the end of this episode, which will keep me interested for the next one. I'll definitely watch the next one. It right. wasn't my absolute favourite. And I'm going to kind of disagree. You're both saying that you thought that it looked really beautiful. I actually... I don't know what it is about the lens, but it didn't seem to have the, the Netflix sheen on it oh. for me. It didn't. Well, it's have... not a Netflix
0: show. Yeah, but that's. Oh, what okay. I mean, oh, it didn't have
1: the Netflix. <laughs>
0: right.
1: It didn't have the Netflix sheen. No, oh, okay. oh. Do you know what I mean? It just seemed. It didn't seem as beautifully really? filmed for me. I didn't oh. think. I didn't think it was as beautifully filmed.
0: Oh, I, that, I mean, for me, the best thing about it was the way it was filmed. Really? I thought. I, I thought it was, uh, and there was some interesting kind of camera work and kind of quite clever dissolves and this kind of thing kind of some, some trickery I, th- I thought it did look good my, my issue with it is i think i think it's got a really good i think the idea of adapting that novel was really good i think i'm really interested in hollywood in the 30s and the whole jewish thing and the, yeah. and the germans i thought that yeah. was really interesting i feel that the dialogue is clunky that's i think oh, there, there's so they're wrong. Trying, but
1: they're trying to they're trying to speak in that very old that that is a really good point they're, they're speaking in a very kind of Old Hollywood way. In a I know that I agree, but it does seem but, like they're
2: doing when, that. But I don't think it's just that. I think it's the right, like I think it's the right the script. Like I know it's obviously based on, but I mean it hasn't yeah, been the, updated the, anyway. The dialogue but, yeah, in the it's script. Just, yeah, yeah, no,
0: but it's the but it's like it's. I'm interested in the storylines, kind of. But I, I think the stuff that the actors are forced to come out with doesn't. Uh, whether you're right, whether he's trying to replicate the way people spoke in the, if, in which case, I don't know what, I don't know what the point of but that is.
2: This ironically feels <laughs> like the bad film that they're. they're you know, yeah, the I thing. just
0: think, the, I, I feel the actors, I'm looking at Kelsey Grammer, for example, you know, who I love. Faces so is one of my greatest things yeah, all the time, of all time. I feel he's not comfortable saying these no, lines. They, no. they don't, they're very, they're unnatural. And I don't, and I, and I feel it's a complete mistake on the part of the writer who's, called, guy, the guy who wrote it and created it and is running the show, is a guy called Billy Ray, who wrote uh, Captain Phillips and The Hunger Games. Is a good screenwriter. Mm. I just feel whatever he's trying to do, Maybe it's deliberately making it unnatural the, what they're saying, but I just feel it's awkward You, and you know what
1: it reminds me of, yeah. right? You know, do you, you know, *Hail Caesar*. The Film *Hail well. Caesar*. V- yes, think- I was
0: going to mention *Hail oh, Caesar*. Were you? Well, see, incredible. Absolutely. I love that yes. film.
1: That's how it's done yes. for me. Exactly. When you're going to do an old, Seth, about old I was marriage. going to. I'd were literally you?
0: written down *Hail Caesar* because so *Hail Caesar*, the Coen brothers' film, yeah. is set in the fifties. So it's mm. sli- it's a later time period, but it deals with a lot of the same stuff. Exactly, a lot of the same stuff, and it's just a masterpiece. Isn't yeah, it? it's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's moving mm. it's kind of slightly political a little bit about how stuff was working back in the and I just this is so not yeah. anywhere near as good and if i had yeah. have been I'd have been like hold on hell, hell Caesar Caesar's arrived now. Yeah, let's try and get someone to do something with that I
1: totally agree that
0: tone yeah. rather than this very it's very serious it's quite ponderous I think is yeah. my problem with it so yeah I'm not I was disappointed I have mm. to say uh, I agree how many stars, Kay, for The Last Icoo?
1: I'm going to give it three stars, and I won't be tuning in for the <laughs> second episode. Steph? I'm going to give it three. I, I do want to see what happens, but yeah, I mean, hail, it's no Hail Caesar.
0: I think I might give it two. I just feel Ooh, I'm, I'm really... A news so, I just think, you know, I, I think these days you've got to have more to a show that really grabs you and keeps you going, and I don't feel like there's anything about it that makes me want to carry on watching it. I'm just going to
1: make one more point about Matt Bomber. Do it. Right. The other thing that is a bit disappointing is, did you have you seen The Normal Heart?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Okay, so The Normal Heart the is an incredible HBO, film.
0: The it was shown on Skylantic thing about Julia gay, about, about HIV.
1: And, yeah. and I, he's such an incredible actor in that. And in this, I didn't think he was and that good, really good an And he's really
0: good in, he's in the Magic Mike <laughs> films, he's great. Yeah. yeah, he has to strip off and do that. And he's incredibly handsome, but I just think, I, I, but I don't blame him, I blame the script. I don't okay. think he's given enough interesting stuff to say. Right, And they're all speaking in this, as I've said, this unnatural way, it's yeah. weird. Anyway, enough of that. It is, if you want to have a look and see what you think, it's on Amazon Prime starting this Friday and will drop in full as they do People on might like p- it. People on the ground. Let us know. Pogs. Let, let absolutely. Yeah, actually, know. I really
1: want to know if Pog's like yeah. this.
0: Finally, we turn to Insecure, which is the second season of this HBO original comedy series. It's created by Issa Rae, who stars in it, and plays a woman called Issa, so it's kind of, you know, clearly based partly on, on her life. It's co-created with Larry Wilmore. Do you know Larry Wilmore? He's this brilliant guy who's been on, like, the those kind of satirical news shows satirical satirical Satirical. news shows in America (laughs) and he's very funny they kind of they they created together but he's not in it at all it's all about her and her friendship with her her best friend they're in LA they're in the kind of they're kind of trying to maintain relationships in the first season I don't know how much you saw of it she had this kind of long term relationship with this very handsome guy they split up and now they're in this kind of like weird situation where they're still friends but they don't know whether
2: well she cheated on him didn't she she cheated on him yeah
0: yeah. Um, I mean he wasn't it Angel either um, and so it's kind of all about her her best friend Molly played by Yvonne Orgy I think that's how you pronounce it and it's kind of in the milieu if I can use that word apologies of um, L.A. singles, 20-something, 30-something, how they're balancing their life and their lives, isn't it? That's the kind of world of it.
2: Everyone compares it to girls, don't they? Yeah. Because so obviously...
0: Absolutely, yeah. ...written
2: by Lena, starring Lena, and the yeah. same with this. Yeah, and
0: it does, and, and and like girls, I guess, and also like, I mean, you might say the British things like flea bag mm. and Chewing Gum. Yeah. It's a woman's point of view, isn't it, about modern day sex and relationships and there's a lot of quite raunchy sex action in it
1: very raunchy but,
0: right oh, okay, yeah, we okay. Have a, yep. i i said already <laughs> some disturbing slightly Come on. yeah yeah prudishness and um what but so what do we think you know i'm a fan of this show i thought i watched season 1 on so it's on sky Atlantic's now tv i watched season 1 i thought it was really really funny Very believed, well, completely believed in the whole thing. Mm. Um, But what about you two? I feel you're virgins to the whole thing. This is almost a return to the virgin viewing slot, isn't it? I really
2: liked it. I thought it was really funny and I really liked the realism of it. Like going back on the dating scene, all the online stuff, her horrendous date she has. Um, Also the tactic of trying to get Lawrence, who is her ex-boyfriend who she cheated on, back by... um, Faking a party, well, having a party, but yeah. to make out like she's really, you know, getting on in life. Everything's really good, um, you know. I'm, I'm fine, you know. Inviting him over to collect his post in the hope that he will yeah. want to. And Molly, the, the,
0: the friend, kind of realizing halfway through, this is what she's done. She's yeah. created this this party just to get him exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, um, yeah, I thought I thought it was very funny. I wanted it like I wanted to see the second episode because I wondered if it get- got even funnier, and it does. So keep tuned.
1: Yeah, I like the um the opening sequence where she is going on all those different dates. But let's just talk about the sex.
0: Yes. Because there's
1: a lot of it. Yes. And it's, and it's, they're really naked. Do you know, like, I know that sounds weird, but they're both, they're all, Proper, fully naked <laughs> oh, when yeah. they have their sex. It's like real writhing like
0: around. Like girls, they don't. Yeah, care. yeah, like girls. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, but the sex scenes are, uh, are realistic and believable. Really, yeah, realistic. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You know, it's not hardcore porn or anything. No, it's not, not hardcore
1: porn. It's very. I know. I nice. mean, there's
0: bodies. There's normal. You yeah. see the women fully naked and the men fully naked. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but a newfound, you you're 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 against that. Oh, do you know that. what?
1: It's not that. I think it's because I watched it this morning and it's probably too early to start the day. Watching a lot of sex. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think you don't want
0: that much nudity. Eight <laughs>
1: forty-five is not the time <laughs> no. to watch it. This is no. not one. I mean, it's train. going out at ten
0: thirty-five on Sky. I think it's fine. I think five fine Yeah, that's the time yeah. slot to watch I it. I think, think
1: maybe that's my issue with it. Ten thirty sex allowed. Eight forty-five sex in the allowed. morning. I was just like, oh god, there's some boobs. Oh god, there's a bum. Yeah. I mean, yeah. great. All in great shape. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, well done you. If I had been in
0: great shape, you'd have been even more furious. I would have just
1: been like, yeah. Body fascist. Yeah, I was eating biscuits at the same time. It was a bit odd. Oh
0: well, you know. Yeah.
1: It. Biscuits. in the right setting I should have had some Listeners candles do not off. eat
0: biscuits while watching Insecure no. I think that's one or indeed in bed you should oh no of course not what would you even think about such a well, thing some people do oh, but like anyway. Alan Partridge eats like cheesy crackers exactly
1: <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> and he him. complains in the morning but also the other thing I would say is I really really love the music and I've just seen oh, on the note yeah. that it's yeah. Raphael Sadiq who I love Yes, beautiful the music, music. Was, yeah the music was really good yeah
0: but didn't you think the thing I love about it? Actually, because it's interesting, you said you know you hinted. You said the second episode was funnier than the first. It's not a it's not a thing with jokes. Like it's oh, you know, no no no. It's the comedy. Comes from just the observation yeah. of yeah. what the characters are doing. And my favourite element of it, and, and this was definitely true of the first season, it's in there in this first episode of the second season, is just when they're the, the, the women just sitting there chatting, chewing yeah. the fat, Absolutely. talking about stuff going on. I think it, the it's very bit realistic bits. Yeah, like. it's yeah. so, and I don't know the extent to which it's improvised. I, I kind of think it isn't. I think she scripted it very, very closely, but it's so real, those conversations. They're so funny. And they're so well observed, and not much happens. I mean, mm. not much happens in any episode. To be honest, it's very. It's a bit like Master low... None. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is like Master None. Yeah, which is, I guess like a more male mm. version of this scene, but it's even less plot heavy than you know. Girl sometimes has quite, doesn't it? Has quite kind and of. They go plot road heavy trips episodes. and yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, and there's kind of this is it's very plot light, you know. But I think that's I really like that about it. It's very loose and freewheeling.
2: One of my favourite scenes was just her trying on different outfits, right. ready for his visit, just yeah. talking to herself. Yeah. So nothing's essentially happening. She has some
0: great stuff. She had some great internal monologue. We see her, what's going on in her mind um, in in that opening dating scene where she's like speed dating with these guys and she's kind of like What's really yeah. she's really thinking about? Them. Very funny stuff like that all the way through. There's there's little moments where she's almost talking to camera and stuff. I think it's I think it's a really. They good do song.
2: drop the M bomb a lot. I just have to warn if you're a yeah. sensitive nature. Like... Yeah,
0: but I think it's real. Again, that's real, isn't it? Oh my god, I think, totally real. But you just... know, black people among themselves are allowed to oh use god. the N word. aren't know they? What? I
1: thought you said the M word. I was like, what is the M word? <laughs> what? It's like what? What could that possibly be? Yeah. M.
0: Well, you weren't offended by the use of the M word, no. Oh god, no, no not at real. all. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's right. No, just as the hyper realism.
0: Hyper realism. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what it bloody well is. So,
1: sorry, I know you just said. Don't be sorry. So, Issa Rae, the person who is Issue, she's so the, the, the main yeah. character, she's the main character, and yeah. she wrote it. She's written yeah, oh it, yeah. So, so it's it is basically her
0: That's Lena Dunham. Dunham. so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's the Lena Dunham of this show, yeah. 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 She's the, yeah, absolutely 100%. She's the Waller Bridge, she's the mm. Michaela Cole, all of these. Wi- I think it's mm. brilliant without wanting to sound like you know, I'm reattracting the point, but it is great. It's
1: such a feminist, I'm, I'm,
0: you know. For me, the future is all about female.
1: Oh, God. oh, of course, it is. Boydie.
0: Sorry, you can vomit, you can vomit now if you want, but anyway, yes. Bottom line, insecure, it's really good, isn't it, Kay? How many stars are you going to give it?
2: I'm giving four stars. I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it four and a half.
2: Oh, I'm going to give it
1: four.
0: It starts season two. I think season one, by the way, available was a box set on Sky and Sky Now TV. So if you want to catch up before it starts next Thursday, the 3rd of August at 10.35pm, which is the right time to watch it. Of
1: yeah, not 8.45.
0: Because of all the sex and nudity. A lot of sex. And now as we wind up towards the end of what I hope we haven't gone over our hour, otherwise Kay's going to be furious. Oh. It's time. It's question time.
1: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. da 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 Question time. You <laughs> fell <laughs> apart there. Hi, you did.
2: John Dan made me
0: laugh. You're pointing it. Like, pointing at <laughs> our, <laughs> our producer, guru, editor, John Dan, blaming Most him. importantly, <laughs> fine. I didn't give He's my order. I can only apologise. just Listen, I'm sorry. Yeah. The question this week, to tie into the Public Jay JZV Kanye documentary that we all watched, what's your favourite Kanye moment of all time. Steph.
1: <laughs> oh! My favourite Kanye moment of all time is when he appears in Entourage. Has anyone oh, seen. No. So I'm a huge Entourage <gasps> fan. Oh, wish oh my god, god. How, good, loved it. how good was it on a okay. scale of Ed Sheeran, GOT? Don't even say those words okay, to make fine. it out. That was horrendous. Okay, so do you remember the period of Kanye's life when he was wearing a lot of golf jumpers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you Golf jumper. Yeah. Okay, so he was wearing a green. I think I'm remembering correctly. A green and yellow golf jump with kind of a red. And basically, they need to get on a jet. The entourage <laughs> boys need to get on the jet. And he's like, "You can get on my jet." And he's wearing, you know, those glasses that have got like the shutter, like blinds, like shutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that phase of his life, and I truly believe <sighs> that has captured the essence of Kanye at his happiest. I'm gonna have to go back on. It's so now, really now, funny. You mean like
0: now he's wearing like you know Supreme, obviously a lot and sneakers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he wear Supreme? In the d- oh, totally, of course. I mean, like they're wearing UK. easy. Well, easy, easy, trainers, yeah, and easy, but yes, yeah, often he's chopped to seen, toe supreme. Often Kay. seen, often yeah. seen wearing Supreme. Yeah, Does Supreme do a golf do. jumper? Um, they have done kind of golf. Oh, they do everything. Yeah, they've done a I'm golf. I'm waiting for the before. Yeezy
2: Supreme collab. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could
0: happen, although the, the problem with Yeezy is because it's Adidas and Supreme only really do collabs with Nike. All the uh, information. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. of just course. So it, uh, Kanye, did do, Kanye did do Nike first. That was his first big thing, and then yeah, he fell then out they with fell them. fell out. Yeah, they and fell they, out. but those Yeezy shoes, by the way, they're horrible. Oh, excuse anyway. me. Anyway, oh. They horrendous. are lovely. They're disgusting. That's the final test of of your kind of sneakerhead is if you're taken in by the whole Yeezy I'm totally design. I'm a oh, I love like the new white so right ones like as well. I love him. No,
1: they're terrible. I like you, yeah, but I've got some, but they're That's not Yeezys. Enough. They're from Thailand and I call them Feezys.
0: Fake easy, yeah. Oh, that's easies. fine. Oh, I admire the fake easy, Yeah, that's that's fine. But they are endless. Anyway, Kay, what is your favourite Kanye moment?
1: Oh, all the moments.
2: Um, but I like all the moments he's on the Kardashians because, as you know, I'm a Kardashian yeah. fan, keeping up the Kardashians. But he also always looks like a little schoolboy about to be told off and he's really shy. And I don't realise how shy he is, but he just barely can get a sentence out.
0: That's not a moment, Kay.
2: They're all oh. the moments. I
0: think you've got to narrow it down to a moment. I'm not accepting this. Come on.
2: All right. What about the time that he was on a zip line with Kim Kardashian? I think mean, that's a great. That's moment. I mean, that is a great yeah. moment. Right. Okay, Thank fine. You. What
0: episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians is that?
2: Episode. It's uh, series thirteen, episode twelve. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't believe that if <laughs> you hadn't <have> looked slightly, <laughs> slightly clearly like you're making it up. I would have completely. You could have done that with a straight face, and I would have I know, totally believed my it. I was, I was oh well. Smiling. My favourite, if you're wondering, uh, Kanye moment is that brilliant video he did for the song Famous. Do you remember when they're all naked in the bed Um, with him and it featured Kim naked, George W. Bush, Anna Wintour, Donald Trump, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Caitlyn Jenner. Bill Cosby and Taylor Swift, all like these amazing... It was brilliantly done. It was my... Yeah. my you know, and I think it did show, because I, I completely... I'm not a huge... You know, it's not, I'm not a massive rap music fan. I'm not a fan of that kind of music. No. Genre. You surprise us. Patronising. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my finger on the nub of, of what's going on. But that not only is that a great song, I think that's one of his best songs. I was,
1: was going to ask you, Brilliant what's your favourite Kanye song? That's
0: one of my favourites. But that video was a proper piece of, like, genuinely a mm. great idea brilliantly executed and I think it shows like he is a really really smart clever he's an artist boy. Total, he's, I, he is literally an artist
1: I think my moment's the best out of all of your moments I'm sorry no I think
0: my moment I've got the zip I think we know wire. Kay's is definitely the worst because she was forced to narrow it down because she was any moment he's in in the Kardashians yours yeah, yeah. yeah. is too recent which is by issue- definition not a moment you no, know. mine was the best. Gosh. Let's rank them. Uh,
1: mine was the best. Your no, second. mine was the oh, best. It's descended oh, into get out. anarchy. It's descended get into out. over an hour.
0: Apologies, dear listener. Steph is off to New York, aren't you? It's I'm afternoon. off to New York But you'll be in back in hours. time for next week's um, Listen, podcast.
1: I've I changed my holiday to make sure that I, I can come so. back.
0: Um, please do send us all your feedback. Please rate us and review us on the iTunes. And we'll be with you next week. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.